I get a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Nick's Chatter the day after. Salutations, good people. Salutations. I see the hundreds in the comments already. I feel the vibes. I feel the energy. We here. Uh, Breezy, uh, I believe he's at work. He's trying to figure it out. Cedric will be with us momentarily. He's also at work or in a work event. I don't know. Niggas just be working out here. You know what I mean? But we here. Welcome to another episode of Nick's Chatter the day after. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be honest, y'all. Uh, this is gonna be a very, very quick show. We gonna get it, we're gonna get straight to it in and out like a bank robbery because I'm trying to stay consistent, but it's been a lot harder to do this goddamn show. I'm gonna be honest, I got so much goddamn going on, but I wanna remain consistent for y'all. And we got it. There's a few things definitely got to talk about. Trade deadline just passed. Few different things. Of course, we're going to talk about last night's game. I didn't get to fully see it, so and and I also didn't have time to rewatch it. So I'm I'm not going to spend much time on the game. I'm sure Breeze or Cedric, one of them, could take take that. I uh, definitely want to talk about some other stuff though, because it's been a lot going on in the Knicks world. Been a lot going on in the Knicks universe, so there's things to talk about. Let's get into it real quick. First and foremost, welcome Josh Hart to the New York Knicks. Um, I think he's this is a, a perfect pickup for where we are currently. Um, there's just a few reasons why this 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 accusation acquisition makes sense. Uh, number one, you got to keep the star happy, so. Jalen Brunson gets his one of his best friends from college. That's just number one. Your job as a front office is to make sure those that are centerpieces in your organization is feel, feels fulfilled and feels like you they're seen and heard. And I'm sure if you look at the, based on if you look at the reaction Jalen Brunson had, he was probably talking to them since he got here about getting Josh Josh Hart because Josh Hart was gettable. So he's here. Shout out Josh Hart. I think he's an amazing pickup. I think we needed us another defender on the floor as well as a guy who can hit a shot, create his own play. Uh, he's torched the Knicks hella times. So I love when we get the Nick killers uh, to come to the squad. I think it's a great pickup. I mean, I do believe, though, something that came out of this Josh Hart trade and that I realized is that Tom Thibodeau is a habitual line stepper. He's a habitual line stepper. Because why would he go up there and the first thing he says in his press in his in his interview, first thing he speaks about when it comes to Josh Hart is that he can play small ball forward, power forward. You just want Obi Toppin to know you don't give a rat's ass about him. A habitual line stepper. Tom Thibodeau, something wrong with him, man. Why is it? Where, where in what NBA is Josh Hart playing a goddamn power forward? What in 
NBA. Who is he guarding? Just a habitual goddamn line stepper. Um, but I'm happy to have Josh Hart. I think he's going to be great for this team. I do believe eventually Josh Hart will be in the star lineup and Quentin Grimes will go to the bench. And I think it works either way. I think it works either way, whether it's Josh Hart in the starting lineup or Quentin Grimes in the starting lineup. I think they are pretty equal to each other as far as what they can do out there. And I think Quentin Grimes' defense is a bit ahead of where Josh Hart is. At the same time, it doesn't slack. I think he. I think what I love most about Josh Hart is that he can create his own shot. He doesn't need to sit in the corner and just wait. Unlike, you know, other guys we've had on his team in that position. So I, I, I can't wait to see what he does. I just think he's still coming into a system that is flawed. I think Tom Thibodeau's system is flawed. So we'll see what comes of it. But I think, you know, he's a he's a Tom Thibodeau kind of guy. He's a Tom Thibodeau kind of guy. And I love that the chemistry is there already. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a good pickup from the organization. I think a lot of people look at the OG and the Nobis and all of these different guys that we – possibly could have had i don't know if we could have had him because i don't really truly believe anybody is open to trading with the knicks that's just my personal opinion i just think they enjoy seeing us in in misery and i don't know if leon rose has the relationships that we thought he has around the league especially with the other you know guys in charge and i think yeah you can always it's, it's always good to have relationships with players right but I think it's even better to have relationships with other team presidents, with other GMs. And I don't know if we have that. Honestly, I don't know if we have that because it's, there was a lot of moves that were made that I think we could have topped or even equaled to. And I don't know if we just weren't interested or what, but people just, in my opinion, it seems as people are not open to trading with the Knicks. Uh, and at the same time, I think we got a great pickup. I think we got a great pickup. I think we made a great move because, right, Cam Reddish was not a Tom Chibito guy, unfortunately. He was not. And, listen, as far as Cam Reddish, I wish nothing but the best for Cam, nothing but success and good health for him. I like the kid's attitude. I think he's going to go somewhere else and do wonders. I think under the right systems, he he's a system guy. It's going to work. He he needs to be able to go out and play freely and, and play without any other extra – pressure on him and I think going to Portland is a perfect place outside of Damian Lillard they don't really have much you know pizzazz there where people are watching them the media is not focused on them every day every moment I you know they're probably not gonna be a playoff team he's gonna be able to go out there and just play and I think that's where it's gonna work one is from I think also Chauncey is the perfect coach for him to find his way you know, and to live up to his expectations because sometimes these players need a coach who comes from where they come from and understands the kind of person they are. You know, you know, Chauncey was a player. Chauncey is from an inner city. Chauncey's a black man, and sometimes that matters. He's he he understands Cam a little different than others might. And yeah, uh, Cam had Nate McMillan, and I'm sure. You know, it just was too late by the time Nate got there to really take over and, and to really believe in Cam Reddish as if as Cam Reddish probably wanted. But listen, I think I think Chauncey's the perfect guy. I think Chauncey's the perfect guy. And look, as you see, he started on his first night. I think a kid like that needs something like that. He needs to feel like he's believed in. And 
But this is my thing with this Cam Reddish situation. If you read the timeline, you would think that Cam Reddish had 40 points. Let's be, let's like, is the, is the bar in hell or nah? He had 11 points, man. He had 11 points. Cam's thing has never been his scoring ability, ever. It's been his inability to remain consistent. It's never been his scoring. I don't think anybody in the NBA, for the most part, if they're a guard, you know, or even a wing, their issue is scoring. It's the other things. It's for for Cam. It seems as if his it was his inability to be consistent is what got him benched. It's not, it, it, or his lack of belief around the front front office or coaching staff. It's not that he couldn't score. If you put Cam Reddish on a basketball court, he's going to score the basketball. That is what he does. He's been doing it his entire life. He's going to score the basketball. But the way that the timeline be going crazy as if, bro, let's, we, I think sometimes we, people talk about instances in the NBA without, with very little context, right? Cam Reddish got benched and we went, we won eight in a row. So there was no right or wrong in the situation. Yeah, I think we devalued him. I think Tom Thibodeau devalued him and cost him a, a payday. At the same time, the move that Tom Thibodeau made, and of course y'all know I'm definitely not defending Tom Thibodeau, but the move he made at that point worked. I just don't think it was a match made in heaven with Cam and Tom Thibodeau. And clearly this front office is 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 backing whatever Tom Thibodeau does, and they're going to give Tom Thibodeau the players he wants. They're going to try to make some type of moves that's kind of left field, that's kind of unique, and it's going to show it doesn't work. Just give Tom Thibodeau his team. Let him get the team he wants. Let it fail or succeed, and if it fails, he's out of here. If it succeeds, great. But at this point, if y'all going if this is that guy and y'all going to go balls to the wall for him, pause, just give him what he wants so we can see if it works or not. If it doesn't, let's move the fuck on. That's where I'm at with it. It's, it's useless to argue about these players that are that that we're not the coaches. We're not on the coaching staff. We don't see what's happening. We don't see. So at the end of the day, whether – I mean, I heard from, a, from you know, a reliable source that Cam Reddish looked the best in practice. So clearly it wasn't about his performance. It was about his inability to be consistent and also probably some other shit. And look, Cam is a good kid. He ain't probably ever going to say what happened unless you're a family friend of his. You know what I mean? Or a family member. But outside of that, something something happened and it, it didn't work. But this is the thing that I was thinking about last night around this Cam Reddy situation. Remember, there were some reports that went out early on about R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddy not possibly being the greatest of friends that people believed them to be. And honestly, I'm starting to believe it a little bit because, like I said, to start the show, your goal is to make your star players happy, to keep your cornerstones happy. And they got Jalen Brunson, his man, not just once, but twice. Because Ryan Archie, I can know, is only on his team because he's a friend of Jalen Brunson. Only. And the fact that if Cam and RJ were best of friends, I don't see a world where they trade Cam Reddish. 
that's just my opinion. I don't know. Maybe y'all can, you know, maybe have a difference of opinion, but it doesn't seem as if either A, they were as great as friends as we thought, or B, that they really give a fuck what hard they're talking about. And honestly, I think both, there's a world where both exist. I don't know if R.J. Barrett is somebody they're looking at and being like, this kid is the guy for the New York Knicks for the future. I don't know. And that's my opinion. I would love to hear y'all opinion on that. I don't know. Because, I mean, maybe I'm looking a little too deep into the whole Cam Reddish thing. But like I said, if they were best of friends, I doubt he would have been traded off this team. That's just my opinion. Um, You know, trade deadline talk real quick. Durant and Irvin. Uh, Durant, I think the Phoenix Suns are going to be in the finals. That's just my opinion. They have no choice but to be in the finals. I think it's this year or next year or bust. Um, that's crazy that Kevin Durant is on the Phoenix Suns. It's crazy that Brooklyn lost two goddamn superstars, three three superstars in a matter of like eight months. Kyrie on Dallas is not going to do much, in my opinion. I don't see them. I don't see them meshing well. I, you know, I think they're is that I, I believe there was a report that like the front office in Dallas wanted to try to get Luca with certain guys who understand him culturally. You know, I don't know if Kyrie and Luca are gonna mesh. I think eventually that is uh that's a storm brewing, in my opinion. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I don't like to see guys have off court shit be the reason they don't succeed. But I don't know. Um, I think the Brooklyn Nets is in hell. I don't care what nobody says. You can say, "Oh, we looking like we're back to looking like we're back to uh, you know the old Brooklyn Nets." That no, you're not. Brooklyn Nets are going to be hell. I just I, I know this has nothing to do with realism, but I was just playing the new the New York Knicks against the Brooklyn Nets in my season and on two K, and I beat them niggas by seventy, and I was on Hall of Fame. That team is god awful. And they're gonna be god awful for a very long time. Um, that and 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 that uh, that speaks that speaks to my heart. I love the fact that none of their picks are theirs. The Houston Rockets are gonna be in the lottery. They're gonna have like three lottery picks next year. The Houston Rockets next year are gonna be a really good team because they're about to get some players. I can see the Rockets getting one buyer and fucking a, one of the other guys. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. It's going to be, it's going to be, oh, it's going to be beautiful. And they're on the West Coast. The West Coast is now on a different level. East Coast is wide open. Pause. I think the East is wide open. I see the Knicks going up to that five spot. I think it's possible if we continue to play as, you know, good as we've been playing. I think there's a possibility, you know, with health, of course, always being an issue. I think there's a possibility the Knicks move up. Right now, we're in the seventh seed, if I'm not mistaken. We're right behind Miami, as usual. Fucking Miami. Um, but I think there's a chance we can get up to that five position, in my opinion. Um, and we'll see. As far as last night's game, the New York Knicks lost to the 76ers. What's new? Um, it was a lot to a little bit. Uh, 30 for 30 for Jalen and, and Julius. I see people on the timeline. It was weird. The timeline was weird about RJ. It some were saying that he looked really, really good at like, and then others were doing their usual RJ talk. I would love to hear what exactly occurred during the game, but I'm looking at his box score: nineteen points, seven for sixteen. 
doesn't look like a great game to me. I don't know. I would love – I know you can't look at the stats and say, hey, this is the game. This is how it went. I would love to hear how this game came about. Um, but that's that's all I got. That's all I got for this intro. Uh, Breeze, talk to me. How you feeling? Yep, yep, yep. What's up? What's up? Um, am I good? Yeah, uh, you sound a little robotic. Let me be honest. You sound you sound like you're on the Bluetooth right. in the car. All right, hold on. Let me, let me go down and come back up real quick. Yeah, you sound a little like Bluetooth ready. Sounding Bluetooth ready. I see Cedric. I said, Cedric, how you doing, my man? Yo, peace, peace, peace to the room. Much love. Happy Saturday. Happy Black History Month. You know what I mean? What's good with everybody? All is well. All is well. Uh, Breeze, you here? The the game yesterday, man, it was like once once it got to high level basketball, I feel like that's when RJ was like the younger brother that you had to bring to the function and it was like, yo, just don't embarrass me type shit. Like the the uh, like every turnover they scored, every like bad possession they scored, we cut it down to one possession. It was just like, yo, in these type of moments, RJ, you kind of got to grow up at these points. And yesterday was looking like more of just just didn't have it at that level. You got uh, Brunson, 30, but they started trapping him the whole second half. Uh, Julius Randle, he kind of forced a little bit in the second half as well. Um, but he, he he caught a rhythm in the third quarter. And Embiid and Harden started diamond. Um, Embiid had his, what, 34, 35. So it was just... You know, at, when basketball is played at that level and Tyrese Maxey, um, you know, Tyrese Maxey was really the X factor in the game. Um, him and Quick had both of their moments, but then when the big shots needed to be hit, uh, Maxey hit more of those. Um, so it was a good game until the until the, the bottom fell out. The first half was probably the best basketball we've seen collectively this season. Um, so, like, they, they were able to play. Julius probably seeing the floor the best he's seen all season, like some of those passes and just looking for other people. Wasn't really forcing uh, his shot. Everybody was really letting Brunson cook. Second unit came in, um, and they, they were cooking. Um, you know, the ball was still popping around. Emmanuel quickly got into his groove, um, had uh, Isaiah Hartenstein with a couple dimes. And then it was really just the tail of the second half. Like, we were up 13, I believe, at a point. And they just couldn't hold the lead, man. When you get uh, the fucking free Philadelphia Sixers, getting them to the line, and they also cooking from three, fucking the return of Niang with his bum ass with three threes. It was just, it was, it was tough to get back um, in the game once they really lost momentum for real. Um, that first quarter from uh, Brunson was really just set the tone in that second half. I'm pretty sure all the adjustments made was just to him uh, because he was really getting whatever the fuck he wanted. Um, so the, the, the Knicks got to play off the trap, man. If they're going to trap Julius or trap Brunson or shit like that, it's like, yo, RJ, that's and that that's that was my issue with RJ, too. Um, if they're going to trap those two, like, you're going to have the opportunities to make the plays. Um, so, you know, if you're taking early threes or you're driving to the bucket, he, need, he needs to fully invest in a mid-range game, bro. That's, that's really the only difference of why I feel he, he's stuck at 20 because – Everything, like, if you watch Julius, he got a post game. Like, if you watch Brunson, his game is mostly midi. They both could get to the basket. They both could get to three. Everything starts and ends with RJ at the three-point line or fucking going to the basket. So it makes it different 
it makes it difficult when it, it's it's intermediate time. Like you have to make decisions from the foul line and in and not try to force, and he don't have that in his game. That's really the difference in these type of matchups uh, because that's the area NBA players need to live in at high leverage moments. Um, so that's really what I, th what I thought about the game for real. The, as far as um, the Josh Hart thing, I mean, it, it's just funny, bro. Like any opportunity you give people to like show that they just not like, okay, let, let's just be objective about something. You ain't going to get that shit. <laughs> because if you if you look at that, what Josh Hart does, you know, for the team, don't need the ball, um, you know, has played with Julius Randle, played with uh, Brunson in college. If you was gonna get a player back from the trade deadline um, with a from you know very minimal value, uh, the pick obviously you know we nobody wants to use the pick, but it's not like you don't have more. Um, so it's it's not a bad trade deadline. Clearly, you can see. The Knicks is operating under Knicks tax because a lot of shit that, that other people could get off, we can't get off. And that may be um, due to, like Julito said, you know, we don't have relationships with other people as other teams. Uh, we ain't going to cry and bitch about it. Just use what the fuck you could use and then make the deals how you can make the deals. As long as you ain't fucking up the team, which I don't feel this move did, fuck it. On the Cam Reddish front, um, I watched the game solely yesterday just to see how he do. Uh, Damian Lillard is one of the best, like, player leaders in basketball, so that'll be good for Cam Reddish. Um, uh, if you, if, like, if you objectively watching the the game yesterday, that, like, he did, obviously he don't know the playbook, so it's basically a lot of the Josh Hart role he played yesterday for their offense, but he has a little bit better uh, scoring ability. Um, I, I do foresee it being tough for him to, like fully be comfortable in Portland because it's wing stop over there. Like I, I was watching yesterday, they got Sharp, they got uh, Grant, they got Little, they got Watford, and then Thibault still coming. So that's all at the wing spot. Um, it is gonna. I foresee it being you know tough for him to truly make his mark with this team. But I do think uh, mentally he'll like it'll be good for him to be around Chauncey Billups and um, uh, uh, Damian Lillard. Um, cause they, they're real like culture dudes and it'll, it'll help him get through it. Um, minutes wise is, is, is going to be very tough over there. Despite what anybody says, I watched the rotation yesterday. You still have three offensive options in front of them and, and Simons Lillard and Grant that's going to get their shots. So he's, he's pretty much going to be a, a higher scoring level. Josh Hart, like anything more than that. We putting a lot extra on it. Like it's, it's, it's not that deep. The trade was good for both people. Like the saga ends, except for on Nick Twitter. Nick Twitter gonna do what the fuck is doing. Uh, we got three games coming up left uh, before the All Star break. So get and gotta go at least two and one, or get all three of these bitches tonight. It's gonna be a good game because the Utah Jazz uh, a good game for Josh Hart to get in the rotation because the Utah Jazz just traded everybody. So let's get into it, man. Uh, yo, peace to the room, peace and love, man. I feel like I ain't talked to y'all in a minute. Like I said, I've been playing music for me. I ain't really been playing music for the team. Though, if we would have won that game last night, after the after the first quarter that Jalen had, we would have played Dreams and Nightmares. You know what I mean? Jalen ain't let me get that off yet. I've been really feeling to get that Dreams and Nightmares off. But whenever, you know, there's an opportunity to, we fumble the bag. So, eh, whatever. Um... 
you know, the third quarter, I was talking about that run in the third quarter, at the end of the third. I think they went on a 9-0 run, that steal from Maxie. She was just sloppy ball from us because it was really like we, we was kind of controlling the game at that point, and then we just let it go. And then when you got, you know, two real stars on the other team, it's hard to win. It's hard to win like that. But then even like I think we was down three with three minutes left. And, you know, we just couldn't really get to it. Um, you know, I got a couple things on my mind when it comes to the team. I like the Josh Hart trade. I think some of y'all are just miserable fucks. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, I don't understand living in misery. Like, the sun is shining. You know, this is the best winner New York has ever had. You know, I mean, I know it's global warming, so that's fucked up. But I'm just saying, you know, I ain't had to shovel no snow. You know, it, it, it's nice out yesterday. It, it's 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 okay today. And you just want to be miserable. I seen Cassius do his best Danny B impression. What the fuck is that? Get your own swag, my G. Don't bite. Don't be a biter. Somebody play fucking um, Sharks or, or uh, only built for Cuban links. I don't know what's going on out in these streets, man. No biting allowed. Yeah, Danny B ain't the first person to talk in the car, but he's the best person to talk in the car. Stop it, five. Listen, I just don't know why people just so unhappy. Like, everything is like, look, Tibbs, if Tibbs makes you unhappy, I get it. I can't even listen to that dude speak no more. I wish Leon would get some balls. I hope Dolan says, get this guy the fuck out of here. Dolan, we need you. Get Tibbs out of here. This team has a ceiling as long as he's fucking coaching because my man ain't got it. That's a fact. So if you want to bitch about that, that's cool. I hear you on the pick. Um, it, you know, you, I, I think if you wanted to get rid of, uh, get off a pick, it, I would have tried to get off Milwaukee. Obviously, they ain't take that. Breeze is right on the Knicks sacks. It's lottery protected. He wasn't doing shit with that pick anyway, clearly, um, even in a trade at this point. So I get it, right? Like, and I, I'm not mad at it. And and it doesn't, the pick doesn't hold. So it's not like one of those picks here. If they don't convert this year, it's next year. It's, it's, it's four seconds next year. Like, that's what it is. So peace and love. Um lot of lot of RJ talk. I'm confused about this this narrative that there's so much RJ hate. Cats, we've been fighting Seth Portno or whatever the fuck his name is from the Atlantic uh, Athletic for like three years, bigging up RJ. So don't tell me fans don't get an opportunity to be disappointed in a in a number three pick when it's year four and he's still inconsistent. Like, yo, I get it. Larry marketing was trash. You know what I'm saying? He had some injuries, whatever. He's, he's busting now. Okay, cool. But while he was trash, Cash was talking about him. It was like, yo, fam, I need you to be more consistent. I need you to step up. That's all we want from RJ. That's all. But you can't get mad at somebody for calling out an inconsistent player. Heck, Brizo hates on Brunson like there's no tomorrow because he got RJ's balls in his hand. And that's weird. Cupping a man's balls. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, I like Josh Hart. I think for what for, for what he can bring to the team, I'm into it. Uh, I hope I hope to see him get some minutes. I, I don't think I don't think they could play him like that where he don't get no minutes. That'll be like real bad. Um, I seen Berman came out of hiding. I, I appreciate that. I miss Berman. That's my guy. Um, that's all, man. But stop bitching all the time. Like go get some. I can't say the p word because you know I'm trying to respect womanhood and all that. But go get some ass, b. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yo, like. Yo, stop making love to your hand all day. Cause like it ain't it ain't helping you, man. Go get some love. Get a woman's touch. Get a man's touch if that's what you into. Get somebody's touch. No animals, my G. Peace and love. 
<laughs> Yo, you know what's mad funny? I don't know if I'm just immature. The P word is mad funny. The the P word. I've never really heard that. The P word is nuts. I'm not gonna lie. Um, all right. Doesn't seem like that many people want to come up. So we're gonna go Brutus and we're gonna close the day from Florida. Brutus, how you doing, man? And what up, you, family? Uh, <coughs> warning <coughs> alert. Turn your phone down. Turn your phone down. Warning alert. What oh there, I'll see. Let me see how this works. All right, how's it coming through now? Louder. Damn. I put it down lower. How about now? Oh, damn. I wasn't talking to you, Brutus. I was talking to everybody listening to you. Oh, damn. Oh, okay. I got you. All right. Well, anyway. Yo, 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 Brutus, I miss you, bro. I ain't heard your voice in a minute. What's up? Yeah, man. I, I was down a little bit, man. It had some throat issues, man. But um, I'm trying to get back at it, man. No doubt. You got to pause the throat issues, my G. You got to pause that. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Pause it. <laughs> but in any event, man. You know, only thing I want to say about the Cam Reddish thing is about um, the Macri report. That was pretty disgusting. And, I, um, you know, I, I like Macri, so I don't know what was up with that. But that was garbage that he put out there. Um, and as far as the game. Uh, no, I missed it. Br Brutus, I missed it. What exactly did Macri say? I saw people was firing his ass up. Bro, he said that uh, Cam Reddish would never play another meaningful minute in the NBA. You know why? You know why? And I like Macri a lot, but Macri got Tibbs balls. All I, you know, look, all I'm saying is he's been riding the D train when it comes to Tibbs. That's all I'm gonna say. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, real quick, real quick. Hold on, hold on, Brutus. Yes, Cedric. Sir. You can't say you like a guy a lot and then immediately after tell us that he has balls in his mouth. Okay, Cedric. I didn't At say he had point. balls in his mouth. I never said he had balls in his <laughs> some mouth. Some point. What'd you say? That he had he his looked... balls. I'm just saying he had his balls. And then I oh, he had his. D -train. He's riding the D train. Oh, he's been riding oh. Tibbs D train like there's no tomorrow. He knows he rides that train. He rides the D train so crazy that Jeremy and Andrew be having to light his ass up. You know, Macri's a little short dude. He he ain't much taller than Khalil. You know what I mean? But at least Khalil <laughs> keep it a band. You dig? <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what his height has to do with anything. But uh, uh, <laughs> forward movement, forward movement. Go ahead. Yeah, man, but you know his his assassination uh, on on Cam was uh, egregious, man. So you know we'll leave that at that. But you know last night's game we could have had it. It's, it it was definitely something uh, that we could have uh, came away with. But um, you know again in that second second unit in the second half, um, guys get a little tight, man. I I don't know if it's that they're not getting the ball, um earlier in the game and they're getting out of rhythm. You know, uh, Grimes was bad. McBride didn't do anything. It was like, and this is another thing, another gripe with Thibodeau that I had. Last time we played Philadelphia, who was a main player for that win? Who was somebody who actually helped us win the game? Nobody knows? It was Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier. No, 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 no. He hadn't been playing. You know, we just beat Philly this like a week ago, two weeks ago at the most, right? And we beat them in full strength. But we didn't have, I think R.J. Barrett was out that game. And it was uh, uh, Evan Fournier who actually saved the day. But here it is. We come into yesterday. 
We got guys who ain't giving us shit, really. And Evan Fournier can't even sniff a, a couple of minutes to see if he could hit a shot when we was going when they was going on a 13-0 run and he were and he didn't call a timeout until we was down one. See, this is the type of stuff that can't continue to happen if we are going to be a good team. Because we clearly showed we had enough talent to hang with them. But when the moments get the biggest, we start to shrink. And I think it's we shrink from the, the from the top. And that's not from the top, Leon, because he's not um, a part of what happens on the court. He's part of who's on the court because he brought them here, but they wasn't the problem. The problem was getting a coach that was going to bring that together. And it seems like when we get down to the stretch of games, we are almost in every situation outcoached. And this again happened yesterday. Teacher beat pupil because Doc Rivers is the teacher in this case. Doc Rivers is the one who employed Tom Thibodeau when they won a championship as a defensive coordinator. So it was, it was Doc Rivers and Doc Rivers gave uh, Thibodeau his head yesterday on a platter because Thibodeau did not make the necessary hey, adjustments. Yo. Hey. Yo. What? Head on a platter? Yeah, well, I mean, you better get that. I, like, I, like, I like head on a platter, personally. Well, I mean, well, no, the fact is, I mean, that's a... No, I didn't say the platter quicker next time because that that okay pause in between there didn't help didn't help that you didn't beat the allegations i'm gonna be honest here brutus i got you i got you brother no, cam, but that, thomas, cam thomas really took a help you can't say no homo you can say pause. yeah no 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 i ain't saying none of that, Helena, no, 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 that. <laughs> but in any event man that's that's where i go with it man but of, of course peace and love to you guys man always um uh always you know love with you guys man and um uh, we'll see what we do tonight here against the Jazz. Peace and love. Yes, sir. Always love, Brutus. Yeah, you got to get quicker with that damn in the platter part of your sentence. Because he said he gave him his head. I was like, hey, what's happening here? Wrong show. All right. Uh, speaking, on, speaking of head Yo, on the platter. Just me, said, just me said we be wild. I don't even think this is a wild show. It doesn't feel wild to me. I you interrupted my joke, man. I had a good oh, one. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I uh, can't no, hear that. No, it's fine. It was. It was. It was extremely inappropriate. And um, I'll say it again. Fuck it. Uh, speaking of head on the platter, Khalil, what's up, man? <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. I don't know. Hey, Khalil, how are you? You're muted, Khalil. Oh no no no! I my, my this shit this shit's lagging right now. Okay, y'all y'all can hear me? Yeah, we hear you, boy. All right, cool, 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 cool. Uh, as a first off, shout out to KCA uh, for other folks in the audience. Uh, if you don't already follow them, please do. As Lito said, and Breeze. Um, yeah, I was annoyed about the L last night. Um, I was watching it with some Sixers fan friends of mine, and I was talking mad shit, especially in that first half. Uh, they were livid. Uh, they were calling uh, Tobias Harris, Wash, all this stuff. Um, and then Maxi brought him back to life. And, you know, a, a couple things I want to comment on. I, I, I do think, like, the, the coaching dynamic is definitely there. You know, I, I, I didn't like that, you know, Brunson, uh, I feel like he should have got staggered with that second unit to begin the second. Like, yeah, um, like, ride that hot hand. 
Um, even if you have to take him out around the time he came in at that 5.30 mark. Uh, and, you know, RJ, need a little more from RJ. But, like, I mean, if, if Grimes isn't going to be a consistent shooter, that just, like, makes everyone else look bad. It, it, it makes RJ look worse. Um, you know, the... <laughs> We, we can't we can't deal with the zone because we can't shoot thirty four point four percent from from the field uh, from three like it and and that and that goes again to roster construction. I don't know how you can have you know two stars a, a, a third guy you 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 hope has that upside in, in your third pick who are all slashers and you don't surround them with plus shooters like maybe maybe Grimes and or a Deuce and uh, IQ like find more consistency with their shot but they streaky right so. And 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 Tibbs isn't. Did he lose? Did he go out, or is it just me? Yeah, he went out. He definitely uh, went out. He oh, went damn out. it! I think it's Twitter. Yeah, maybe he got a call, or as Mora just you know said to all of us, maybe we just didn't pay our phone bills. I don't know. Maybe we didn't pay our Wi-Fi bills. All right, Dave, it's on you. Yo, yo, yo! What's up? What's up, Knicks Nation? Um, I saw the game last night. But I really could care less about it because I feel as if there's more important matter to discuss. Uh, I just wanted to discuss the epic collapse of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, it was so refreshing to see everything that happened, to see everything that transpired. I remember in 2019 when that whole fake dynasty started and everybody was hosting Knicks fans. It was supposed to be the worst day. Fucking Stephen A went on ESPN and was like, this is the worst day of being a New York Knicks fan. And less than four years later, look how the tables have turned. Look how the tables have turned. It was glorious. The Knicks lost last night. I didn't even care because I was still riding off the high of the Brooklyn Nets. Epic collapse. These niggas had all these players. Three Hall of Famers. Three Hall of Famers. And what you got? You didn't even get an Eastern Conference Finals appearance? Our Eastern Conference? You didn't even make You didn't even make an Eastern Conference Finals appearance, my guy? Terrible. Terrible. But all jokes aside, I really do feel bad for Nets fans because... There was a time, we were biased aside, where you could say they were the best team in New York. They were. But to quote the greatest rapper of all time, your reign on top is short like leprechauns. I'm out. You know, I got I to gotta, I gotta put back a little bit there. And uh, I, I, I hear you on they couldn't even get the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, you know, Sean with the W has been, been, you know, raining all over their parade. They said they would have parades up and down Flatbush. Clearly, you know, that wasn't the case. I feel like we knew that after year one, that that, that, that shit wasn't going to work. Because they just had no structure, you know, when Kyrie is telling us that he could coach some nights and all that. So we knew all that was gone. I thought they actually got a good return in the, in the Kyrie trade. I think they got some underrated players. I think, honestly, we're about to play them. I hope we win. I'm not sure that we will. So I'm not I'm not quite there to say that, that they're not still the better team in New York. They got they got they got they got some depth. You know what I mean? They got some good dudes over there. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think we can, you, you can laugh and, and, and get your shit off on them. Um, on them never hitting the Eastern Conference Finals and all that. But I would not be so quick to say that um, that they're not the better team. I would, I, I just I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I guess you could say that. But when you think about the expectations that they had, man, it's not looking good. But no, I think, no, no, I'm with you there. I'm with you there 100%. You got that. You got that. Yeah, but on paper, on paper, like, they, they made some good – they got some good pieces after that. But just the fact that, like – I think it's just the whole fact how they really try to run New York. Like, even the, the, the player that you got was talking about how he wanted to play at MSG and had to correct himself and say, oh, no, Barclays, Barclays. Like, come on, son. Like, come on. 
It's just clear as day. It's just clear as day. But but it's always been clear though. Like that. I mean, like this has always been a Nick town. So like I never I never took that shit they was talking seriously. And, and what's really gonna be funny is all the bandwagons that dip. This is going back to the Brooklyn team of like eighteen, nineteen. You know what Most I mean? Most definitely. I, I, think, I think that's good. I think that's good for them. I think they're gonna be a competitive team. Are they? Are they a contender? No. Do they have some pieces to to, to get a guy? Yes. Um. But yeah, nah. It's this. This was always a Knicks town. You dig what I'm saying? And you know, I, I'm with you on that. You, you know, you rain on the tide. I like I like the bar, man. Keep the bar flowing. Appreciate. You. All right, man. Uh, Khalil is back. Khalil, do you want to finish up before we go to uh, Jay from Florida? Yeah, I'm sorry. Space is tweak. What, what was the last thing y'all heard me say? I'll, I'll, I'll keep a rapid fire to, to land the plane. Bro, that shit was a whole four minutes ago. You think we remember the last thing you said? <laughs> oh, shit. oh, wow. God damn it. I did not realize. All right. Uh, to, in summation, uh, Tibbs continues to hold this team back. Brunson has not reached his ceiling on this team because of the roster has constructed and this head coach. Excited for for Josh. It could have been worse. Um, looking forward to tonight. We should get the W. Pieces. See y'all. I want to know why nobody wanted that Dallas pick. Like why they wanted why they wanted our pick. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know, man. The Dallas I pick is top ten protected. So that's that's actually a better. I mean, the Knicks pick is always going to be the better pick because you don't know what the fuck happened with the Knicks. But um, I don't know. Said I heard something about uh, uh, for some reason apparently it gives us more flexibility to move picks if we gave up our own than the Dallas. I, I don't know how that works, but apparently that's why we had to use our pick instead of the Dallas pick because it allow us to move um four four first over the summer if we made a big deal. But again, I don't I don't know how it works, but apparently that's why. I got I got to talk to somebody on that one. I hey Southside's in this bitch. Queens get the money. What's cracking? Talk to me. What's going on, family? Said Julito Breeze. What's good, KCD? Yay. My man's in them. My man's in them. I missed some early fireworks and stuff like that. I didn't know Julito was doing his Macri impersonation, but you know, <laughs> about my boy Killer Kid, but it's all right. I like, um, yo, I want to be clear. I like Macri. I like Macri. I, I, I do. I really, I like, nah. I read his newsletter. I pay for it. You know what I'm saying? But he does ride the D train when it comes to tips. Hey, yo, hey, hey. Said, Hey, hey, no, Southside, no. Don't you ever compare me to no other man, especially not a white one, okay? Don't you ever compare me to a white man in your life. I ain't say nothing bad about Cam. I just said, I I say good riddance. No, I ain't say that. No, don't do what do like We won eight in a row after he... Isn't that facts? Isn't that facts that we won eight in a row? I don't care about the context. I'm not speaking on the context. Is it a fact that once Cam Reddish got benched, we won eight in a row? Factual, yes. It is factual. That's it. Oh, That's all context. I said. You, you, you're not wanting context is where it's strong. Is where, you know, no, I'm not saying. I know the context. context. I'm aware of the context. I've said the context many a times on this show. I didn't say the context in that moment because it doesn't matter. Because the fact <laughs> is a fact. <laughs> You, I know you go around, you go around the Cam Hive up, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm a part of the Cam Hive. I like Cam. I, 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 I screamed about Cam Reddish playing on this show 30 times. I love Cam. I'm just saying the facts. Yeah, Both nah, parties I mean, were right. That's it. That, homie, that's the facts. Right now, we got a six foot four power forward that just joined the team. So we good. We got Charles Barkley. That's what I'm, I'm hearing. You know what I mean? Or Barkley light or whatever that means. You know what I mean? So we good. Another under six foot six player. You know what I mean? I'm sure that's going to help the team tremendously going forward. You know what I mean? Um, 
Bro, the game last night was uh, – I don't even know what to say about the game last night. They, they got beat by a better team. It, it just is what it is. When when the bench came in, they did their thing. But when Tobias Harris, dog walk, grounds to the hoop, I think that changed the entire game. It's like Philly realized, like, why the fuck we ain't just going right down the middle on these short motherfuckers, you know, until they get their six-foot-four power forward and let's take advantage. So they did, you know, it, and, and game was over. Um, the the deadline, it was a Leon Rose deadline. They did nothing special, nothing major, except give away another first to get off the contracts that they had before. I didn't know that was a sound strategy, but that seems to be Leo's uh, Leon's uh, mo. You know, I mean, use draft picks to get off a contract. Hold on, hold on, (laughs) yo, don't come up here spreading false information. They did not give up a first to get off a contract that they didn't want. Come on now, look. I, I, I let you go with the Josh Hart hate because you just got no. Nah, I don't got blood. no Josh Hart hate. Nah, I, I, I want to see a six nah, You can't come up here saying wrong shit. You can't come up here saying wrong shit. If you're talking about <laughs> last year, that's one thing. But I can't tolerate it. I cannot tolerate. It. All right, you know what I mean. Y'all, y'all hit me with the rule on the head. All right, no problem. It does seem, but the six for four power four remains and shit until I see something different. And I mean, which is going to be scary for. Um, one of the team favorites, RJ, coming up. I think that that writing's on the wall that he's not going to be here too much longer. So it'd be interesting to see how he plays the rest of the season. Um, last night was another low-impact game, and I think Josh Hart is going to cut into his minutes definitely at some point in time. So, you know, there's a lot of little interesting things to see on our way to uh, the first round, you know, exit. I think now... I'll be fair. I thought that the Knicks would win one game in the first round. I think they go up into two games now. So that's progress. You know what I mean? Game by game, step by step, progress. I'm with it. Let's go, Knicks. Is the extra game due to Josh Hart acquisition or is like, like why the one more game? Yeah, Josh Hart acquisition and Cam's exit. You know what I mean? So. Uh, that that frees up the team or, or Thibodeau from having to face any questions about it anymore and stuff like that. So you know he may he may actually uh, call a good you know after the timeout play here or there and, and they might win an extra game. So it's progress. I'm on some positive shit today. It's progress. We gonna win an extra game in the first round because I don't know who the fuck we supposed to beat from the seventh seed, sixth seed possibly. Like who we beat. Who in a seven-game series with uh, a fucking competent coach on the other side are the Knicks going to be? Like, all of this talk, all of this, you know what I mean, fucking speculation is only for fucking role players. It's for more role players. So where are we going? My boy, you know, Sean Baby Brunson, you know what I mean? He came out and did his thing. Shine. You know what I mean? He ain't passing the ball. He, he shines. <laughs> See? So now he got it. His, his one so which one, which one of the nine assists, like, didn't occur? I'm, I'm confused. No, no, no. That's, 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 that's fair. I respect that. He came out the gate shooting. Shooting, 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 shooting. I think him and Embiid had the same amount of assists in the first half. So let's keep that a book. You know what I mean? That I think that's a failed strategy. Cause then now you asking, you know, Grimes and all these dudes to hit. So did we did we lose did we lose the lead 
when he was scoring or did we lose the lead when he was passing? Because I could have sworn when he was scoring, we was up. But when he started passing, now we're losing. So, but bro, like, but that's like the Knicks. The Knicks are front runners. The Knicks start off the first no, round. No, 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 real quick, real quick, real quick. Real quick, real quick. Breeze, let me help you out with what's happening right now. Right now is what you call someone sticking to their narrative no matter what. You're trying to ask questions to get a, a sound, a stoop, a, uh, something, and it's, you're not going to get it. Not from Southside. That man no, 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 is, no, no, you know, I don't do this to get the answer. I do this so the people in the airwaves to hear the answer. <laughs> like, it's not for me. I get it's it. for the community at large. <laughs> this shit don't be for me. I love Southside. I hey, love hey, Florida. What I was just saying wasn't for you either. <laughs> hey, what I was just saying wasn't for you either. It was for the people as well. We're just talking about Southside. While Southside is not here, while Southside is here acting like he's not here, that's what we're doing, right? Because he's gonna stick to his guns no matter what. If you know, I don't know if you noticed that. No matter you, yo, they could complain about Jalen Brunson not passing the ball, he could get nine assists, they could say he, oh, he doesn't score enough, he gets 30 points, they could say he's not a team. Yo, the narrative will live on no matter what. Don't waste your time. Oh and don't forget Grimes getting dog walk. Don't forget that. You know what I mean? Because that's consistent every night. <laughs> so don't, don't forget that. So Brunson twenty <laughs> points. Brunson twenty points in, in eight minutes now. But Cam eleven in seventeen. I like them ratios. Wait, wait, I mean, this is wait, do <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 wait, no, wait, 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 breeze. Yeah, breeze, breeze. I don't even know. Yo, right now, Southside, you're very close to, like, being John Cena. I don't even see you right now. Breeze, guess what? <laughs> this is what they do. This is what they do, Breeze. They'll have one uh, narrative. That narrative will get cooked, and then they'll just bypass it like it never happened and go on to their next narrative. So their next narrative is that Grimes is not a good defender. He's going to completely forget that his bunch of narratives just got cooked. But, no, let's move on to the next narrative so I can continue being a narrative man. I'm narrative man. You don't, you don't see narrative man right there? It's narrative man. Go ahead, narrative man. Get your shit up, narrative man. Exactly. If y'all want to hear breakdowns of X's and O's, y'all go to another fucking space with that nerd shit. Nobody want to hear that. We, we here to fucking, you know, be entertaining and get Push narrative. We are here to push narrative. No, I'm getting... I got, the, I got the plus minus for cam game yesterday, though. Y'all only do that shit part-time? Well, oh, like, oh, that shit, that oh. shit ain't a full time job. Nah, that shit only plus. You just got hired for that. Even oh, okay, y'all never hear me say nothing about okay. it. Okay, I, I just trying to. I want the shit punch. No, I, I, I just know how to man. I know how to manage my time, so I'm like, I know y'all know me. I work, so I'll be trying to figure out what's full time and what's part time, so that I can figure out where, where you getting the most bread at. So, nah, all <laughs> I speak for myself. I do not like plus minus. I think that's one of the most useless stats ever. It's too many factors in, in that stat. But that's me personally. Well, well, guess what? Guess what? Hold on. There's another narrative, police. We got the narrative from the comment section. He says Brunson should be averaging nine points. But then guess what will happen? Brunson, a non-assist. Then what will happen is Brunson will start to shift his play style into being more of a contributor and average nine to ten assists. Then he'll average 18 to 19 points. And guess what? They'll complain and say he can't score. and He's not here to score. Oh, this fucking narrative. Oh, it's, isn't it so good? Doesn't it feel good? So you talking about the narrative? The Knicks give us the content, bro. 
This is a mid-team, so the nah, even when, even when the even when they don't though, Southside, even when they don't, even when it's an off day, y'all research the shit. <laughs> even when it's an off day, bro, y'all reading articles Wait. from six years ago. Y'all in Atlanta, y'all in Atlanta for Cam rookie season posting articles. Like when, like what's part time and what's full time for real? Let me know. Come on. Nick, somebody said, said this is a full-time job. <laughs> See, somebody know, said, somebody said this is the Justice League of narratives. Oh, that's Bonka. Bonka said, Bonka, why you keep putting you and your girl in your main picture? Nigga, we know you engaged for crying out loud. I'm like, who is this woman? And, oh, it's just Bonka with another picture of him and his woman as his main picture. You sprung. You are whipped. Bonka getting me for minutes. You getting meaningful minutes over there. Leave that man alone. You know God damn, Bonka. We know you got a lady. Bonka ain't never had a pretty lady in his life. This nigga is never letting that go. This nigga gonna be... I can tell Bonka just be like, hey, babe, we gotta take a different picture. You know, it's, po- it's profile picture time. Bonka! We, you got her already, my nigga. She probably don't even yeah. get to leave the house. You don't even want to leave the house to go let another nigga see her. This nigga is never leaving this girl. <laughs> Bonka, for crying out loud. He just said no one on planet Earth will see her again. God damn, Bonka. The girl ain't She love you, man. She love you. Let her go hang out with her friends. She misses her friends. And her family's worried. They might just sit a fucking... What, what's that shit called? What's that shit when they go to your house? A wellness check. Oh, no, wellness check. They might do a wellness check on her. We ain't seen her in about seven years. Ever since her and the Husky moved in with Bonka. God damn. This nigga got the Husky to guard her and shit. His little security dog. Damn, Bonka. The, hus- the Husky to guard her is wild. They <laughs> got the Husky to guard her. God damn. We, you see, she's a pretty lady. She's a fan of the show, so shout out to Mrs. Bonka. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy. You know what I mean? That's that work ethic right there, bro. That's that hard Sorry. work. I'm really crying tears, bro. I was like, who is that in the picture? Oh, it's just, I thought it was his shadow. It's just his fucking woman. Papa left. How about you put your girl as your main picture? All y'all put y'all girls as y'all main picture. Be, be, be better. Be more like Banka. Jay from Florida. Where, where wifey at? Pop yeah, wifey ain't on my Twitter, man. What you say? No wifey on my Abby, brother. Good, good. You got it. You got it. You went ISO on the Abby. I dig it. I dig it. ISO. All right. All right. I dig it. Right, I'm going to go back to washing my hair. Good. Jay from uh, Southside, you done with your bullshit? <laughs> I'm just here trying to put in the work and meaningful minutes. Uh, you know, what I mean, with hard work. You know, what I mean, my ethic is strong. I'm just trying to put in the work, baby. That's the um, narrative gang up. Na- 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 shout out to narrative gang. That's y'all not even toxic no more. All of y'all. I'm gonna start calling y'all the narrative men. You, yeah, new group, new group. And I want PC once y'all start a podcast and shit. Narrative men, the narrative men. Shout out to all the narrative men out here. Out here. Wearing the capes, it's, the team is state Southside J for Flood. Y'all like a brevi- a, a, a different version of Toxic Boys. Y'all are the more y'all are who we call at the end of the day when the Toxic Boys is asleep. 
Dun, 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 dun. Narrative men. Y'all niggas just pop out the skies. You, you remember when Mo? Remember when Mo was a toxic boy? Oh yeah, <laughs> for like, like uh, for twelve days. Damn, that nigga Mo. Yo, Mo is funny as hell, bro. Mo, say, I'm a toxic Yo, Mo, boy. Mo, he wore. Mo he got the jacket. Mo he got the varsity jacket. It never came back. Yeah, he got varsity jacket. Mo left toxic boys. Started the Knicks lounge with Papa left. They realized that shit was way too aggressive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, they said they 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 made him gang and then sent him the job description after. He like, damn, we gotta do all this shit over here. All right, that I'm nigga, a, I'm that a, nigga uh, Mo and Papa Love said we doing. <laughs> wait, wait, yo, who else laughs like shit with Mo and Papa Love said we doing every show every day no matter what? I said y'all niggas is lying. You niggas is lying. You niggas didn't last three weeks. Yeah, they had a good run. They had a good run. They did, they had a, they had a month and a half. Come a month and a half, Jeff. Jeff, they had a come month, month and a half run. Over Papa there. Love was like, Yo, what did he say in that message? He was like, yeah, you know, between my job and coaching. Oh, you think, you think you're overextended, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> he said between planning a wedding. Nigga, that wedding is a year from now. You are overextended already? That shit lasted and we, three and, we, and a half and days. Know, and, we know, and we know you're not really planning that wedding, so shut up. We don't believe you. You know you ain't paying for that shit. You know you ain't planning that shit. Papa Love just be like, yeah, sure, the, the dandelions. Stay, why you up here, man? What's going on? Yo, yo, what's up, man? Narrative gang. I like that nickname. I got a narrative. Holla. Um, <laughs> yo, Lito, I got a question for you. Um, about company, man. Um, I'm not calling you a company. Yo, I would never. Hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up. Ah, ah, you did it. You did it. Now you're going. <laughs> Now you fucking gone. You know he knew what he came up here to do. He knew what he came he up here to do. He said he wasn't calling you a company man. <laughs> oh, he said that. I don't even watch. See. Oh, okay. He come back. Oh, okay. Now he can come back. Uh, I heard. I heard Julito and company man in one sentence and went. You know I get triggered. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My question is: Do Josh Hart have to earn his minutes? Don't he need to know the playbook? I don't expect to see him to play tonight. I'm just going by the Cam Reddish logic that everybody on Twitter use. I shouldn't see Josh Hart until the middle of March. If I see him tonight, kids don't give a fuck about basketball. That's all I got to say. Y'all have a blessed day. Somebody called y'all the narrative. <laughs> no, oh, the narrative, oh. nigga. Um, besides narrative, man, I got a new quote and term. It's called shut up and fan. That's that when people try to tell you how to do things or how to tweet and stuff, they want you to shut up and fan. Just like the lady told you, shut up and dribble. Shut up and fan. Proof for anything the Knicks do. All right. We got narrative man number one over here. <sighs> All right. Came up here and said pointless ass take. Usual, regular shit. Uh, <laughs> regular normal bullshit. Appreciate talk you. basketball. Why should we talk basketball when Tibbs don't give a fuck about us? Leon Rose don't give a fuck about us, so why should I talk basketball? Fuck talking basketball. Yo, Seth, what up, my G? Shout out to Seth, man. That's a cool. Seth is 100. Met him in the lounge after the game. Said got I, I don't even remember how I got home that night. I just know that I was extremely intoxicated. 
Appreciate you. Too margarita. Appreciate you. Much love. Much love, Chad. Nah, nah. That, that, nigga nah had, that nigga had two margaritas and a and a and grenadine. Shut your ass up. Get out. Get off the stage. Hell no. You know I bought him a shot of Henny. You know I bought him a Henny. I had, I had you. Yo, bro. He bought you E&J. He bought you E&J. That's why you were so drunk. He said it was Henny. If he bought me E&J, I'd be fighting the person behind the counter, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said, "Bought you a, a nutcracker in the spot. Get your ass off the stage, State. Nigga was not drunk. I think, you know, nah, he probably was drunk. State looked like on his nor in his normal life, he drink nothing but the bottom of the shelf, the shit that's under <laughs> the fucking under the sink in the liquor store. He, he had that nice little henny. Nah, we don't. Nah, man, on rough days we don't do henny, man. We doing straight Amsterdam, straight, straight on uh, what's the brown drink? Excuse you just said Amsterdam? Yeah, man, we going round, we going ghetto, man. What you mean? <laughs> That's in a plastic bottle. Man, get off this fucking stage, man. He's out of here. He's out of here, y'all. I got you. He's out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. Nigga said Amsterdam. You could throw Amsterdam off the roof. That shit gonna bounce back up to the third floor. What the hell is wrong with you, man? How you drinking that, man? You could throw Amsterdam off the roof. That shit gonna bounce into the trees. And still be eligible to drink. Still gonna, gonna be legible to, to Queen, so he could get some Devil Springs and shit. You know what I mean? That nigga state is crazy. That nigga is drinking straight alcohol out the bottle, straight rubbing alcohol. State state look like he laced his own blunts, but whatever. All right, um, all right, whatever. State put a little something. He put a little. He be smoking that shit. Uh. Chris Tucker and Friday was smoking on the low. I know what they be doing. I'm not going to talk about his business on the streets. This is Nick's chat. Um, where's Cedric go? All right. All right. Hey, man, when you defeat all of the last level narrative men bosses, you got to face the final one. Jay from Florida, come on with it. Come on with it. Biggest, biggest narrative, man. Listen, man, I'm miserable. Debbie Downer. Nasty and miserable, you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, this 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 whole situation with this Josh Hart trade, man, you don't give up a first your own first round pick in a generational draft for a role player that's pretty much in there to make up for RJ mistakes, right? If Josh Hart was available last night when RJ threw that inbound pass and got picked off, RJ would have sat for the whole goddamn game. You'd have been finished right then and there. Tibbs asking no questions. So this whole nepotism shit with CAA and Villanova and, and Collins, Jalen Brunson bringing his homeboys in and not training with the rest of the league, this shit is stupid, bro. You know What's his name? Uh, Katz said yesterday that they put in three requests for Leon Rose to address the media after trade deadline. Every other GM in the world in the NBA addressed the media after the trade deadline yesterday on the team's perspective for the rest of the season except Leon Rose. What is he? Antisocial. He got he got social anxiety. He's a hermit. What like what is what, like when are we gonna get our GM to actually speak? You know what I'm saying? Uh there's no superstar to trade for. Devin Book is locked in. Everybody else is locked in. Zach Levine is nice, but he don't push the needle. So I don't know who they trading for. You're literally locked into this roster for the next four to five years of Julius Randle and Brunson dribbling the air out the ball, right? Maxie said yesterday, he said, listen, man, it's easy to guard the Knicks. By the time they get the ball past half court, it's 16 seconds left on the clock. 
Brunson's probably going to dribble the ball for another seven seconds, give or take. When they get into the shot, they got eight seconds left, man. It's easy to beat them. Once you got a coach that understands what he's doing and players that have a clear understanding of how to guard them, you can take care of the Knicks, man. I'm not happy. My brother South ain't happy. We just ain't happy, man. This, this is a boring-ass roster. Julito, you know this shit is trash to watch. I could barely watch the game. There's no, there's no eye-catching talent. There's no talent that comes off the screen. It's just the same shit over and over every night. We can't continue to employ 65-year-old men. They got five more years to work, and we invested in a coach that's 65, about to be 66. Leon Rose and them is 64, 65, going into their 70s. Nah, bro. You got to get guys in here that understand how the modern league is working, understand how to build out a roster properly, understand what talent looks like. It, it seems like the only one that understands what talent looks like is the Honorable World Wide West. Shout out to him. He wants box office and Madison Square Garden. Thibodeau's interested in fucking role players, same born shit over and over again, and the narrative will never stop until we get rid of these motherfuckers. I do not care. I'll be miserable. I carry the, I carry the candle until we get rid of these motherfuckers. We root for L's every night. I'm rooting for L tonight and the rest of the season. I want my goddamn lottery pick back. I don't give a fuck. With no, I don't want to go to the first round and get washed. Give me my goddamn lottery pick back. Y'all have a blessed Saturday. I'm about to go eat ravioli with wifey at Italian restaurant. Y'all enjoy y'all Saturday. Fuck the Knicks. Shout out to her. Shout out to wifey. Uh, how much other games did you miss since you could barely watch the boring product? Give me an over under how much games you I'll missed. Pro I probably watched maybe 40, 50 percent of the game. In and out. No, how, 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 how many games did you miss like that you didn't watch? I'll be, be missing a couple games. I'll be watching. I'll be, be bored. So I'll be in the crib and then this game be on. So I turn it off. But it's not a, it's not a good game. Wait, wait, so you bored. You bored. But you're going to bore yourself watch. more watching the boring product. What I want to ask so you, Breeze, is do you got an Outlook invite for all the, <laughs> all the spaces you host? That's what I want to ask you. How do you keep your job and your space hostings organized? That's what I want to uh, ask you, brother. You see, y'all love changing the issue. This shit ain't about me. I got time, and I, I get paid every week. Right I get paid every week, my guy. I'm valuable <laughs> in these streets. Uh, I, I just want to know, how many games did you miss, Jay, from Florida? Because you ain't trying to watch about this five, shit. Six about five, six games. Okay, I, pre I appreciate it. Can I get the ice? Like Joe Budden said. Yeah, go ahead. You got, you got the rock. Can he I get the he switched on the, he, he switched on the screen. Go ahead. You got him on the ice. Okay. Thank you, thank you. Um, Jay from Florida, I'm going to have to give you the same energy I gave State. And listen, you my man. You know you my dog. You yeah, know you yeah. my dog. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Goddamn lot. You know your ass. Watch every game play by play, sometime twice. You watch the replay in the morning. I you tweet God through every Goddamn game for a team that you hate, a team you dislike, a team that you say you root <laughs> for the L's. You are the assistant coach of the Knicks. You are the TV assistant coach of the Knicks. You watch mm -hmm. it more than Tim's, more than everybody. You know players' mm -hmm. nicknames. You know their livelihoods. You know what they do on the weekends. You know everybody' girlfriend name, first and middle, and last name, mm -hmm. and the initial. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. are the most loved, loving, slash hating fan I've ever seen today in my life. How the yeah, hell do you love this team so much and, and choose to hate them? You are narrative man in full effect. 
You are the, yeah. the when you look up narrative man in the dictionary, there's a picture, it's that black and white picture. Really I just want to be great, Julito. I just want to be great one day, bro. I just want to be great, man. I don't want to be mid. I want to, you know, when they say that, oh, you got to be mid before you be great. You got to take step, baby steps and shit. The Knicks ain't taking no baby steps to be great, bro. They locked in on, they literally locked in on mid. Like when people say that shit to me, it's it's mind boggling. They're not taking steps to be great. They're so you, you really absolutely believe that Josh Hart wasn't a, a good acquisition to the team? Not at the cost of the pick. If the pick what? wasn't involved, cool. I'm happy. We still have hey. Dallas Mavericks pick. And if you look yeah, at the they, West, if you look Kyrie, at the West Kyrie, compared Luka to the East, the West, their bro. pick is going to be higher than ours. So what's the problem? Bro, Kyrie and Luka, to me, they're going to win the West. Or get close. smoking crack? I, I, no, no. It's I, not to him to win. They're going to win the West. It's for the narrative of the pick. No, no, no. no, no. I'm going to tell you why. Look, look, bro. Why? Look, bro. You why. I can see Jeffrey Florida. You my dog. You my dog. You're going to lower Luka usage from 30. He's like 39% usage to about 32 with Kyrie, and he's going to be fresh. He's going to be the freshest we've ever seen him in the what playoffs. Team, what, team, what team Kyrie bet on that he added to? Since post LeBron, that you have evidence of any of this shit you talk about. It's kind of long term commitment to Kyrie. They, they understand. I think everybody understands that he's a rental. So I think that oh. it's going to work in the playoffs. I think it's going to work. Re did Reggie Bullock turn into like Shaden Sharp or some shit? Or he's still on the roster? I think it's about the role players. I think, I think they're going to anchor both of them individually, going to anchor the offense on and off the court. Right? So when Lucas sitting, Kyrie's out there. When, when Kyrie's sitting, Lucas out there, constant pressure. And they got that kid. Josh Green is averaging like 17 points for the last month, so he's stepping up at the wing. Uh, you still got Christian Wood. They playing JaVale McGee because they know Kyrie could find JaVale McGee. They're going to be all right, bro. Just watch. Just watch. Okay. I, I ain't got nothing to say. You got it. Because I, 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 know, I, know, I know how this shit can go. You got it. You believe uh, Dallas Mavericks go with the West. They're I'll be there close. when they lose second round. Yeah, and then we, we can pull up in the same space. The Knicks get into the second round. Does it matter? I thought the earlier we lose, the better the pick. You, wait, you know, this is <laughs> no, no, no. I want the Knicks to not. I want the Knicks to miss the playoffs. So I can get my goddamn pick back. That's what I want. I want them to miss the playoffs. Right, I want is, to lose every game. This, all right. This is this is this is this is the thing, right? I think the narrative men go out their way to completely rid all context necessary for any of their narratives and stick to just a narrative. For me, I'm gotta you have to look at the team in its entirety and not singular in its entirety. The most of the players in this rotation, outside of the core, which is Jalen, Julius, and RJ, were drafted late in the fucking first round or second round. You have Mitchell Robinson who was one of the last picks of the draft. You have Emmanuel Quickly, who I know you hate. I know you hate him. I know you hate him. But Emmanuel Quickly is producing for this team. He's one of the best defenders in the league, one of the best guard defenders. Best Quentin Grimes, the best one-on-one -on -one defender in the league. You got Jericho Sims, who, yes, he's not getting the minutes right now, but Jericho Sims has given us great minutes and has won us a few basketball games this year. All of these guys were not supposed to be where they are right now, bro. And I think we're missing the fact that we have more young talent on this team than we've ever had in, like, the last 20 years, bro. 
Oh, do we forget Tony Douglas was our fucking point guard for like five years? Well, I don't. Why well, Julio, so I don't like that. See, I don't. I don't like comparing our past. To, I don't. To, I like you to do it every day. You talk about like the, y'all. The narrative men talk about the fucking fourth feed year last year every game. Yeah, but that's under Leon. Nah, under we Leon gotta ring. compare our contemporaries now. We can't we can't compare the last regimes and what they did with the picks. We are in the seventh seed. If we're gonna compare them now, we've won more games than we expected to win. So what are we talking about then? Listen, man. From eight to fifteen, narrative man down. Narrative man down. Somebody come come revive narrative man. Narrative man down. You get the most. Look at Jalen Durant. Jalen Durant scored thirty and seventeen last night. What he thirteen picks. And we're completely disconnected that Jalen Durant had averages like. What ten points a game? Damn, they're double double at eighteen. The kid, he just turned nineteen like last week. Damn, they're oh, double double already. Well, what does that mean? He averages eight so points. You a get game. the most bang eight, eight rebounds. In that, Damn, they're double double. Not a double double. He averages eight and eight. That's not a double double. So narrative men, you're pushing the goalpost right now. Oh, oh, come on, bro. He's right. The kid is a, he's a little kid, bro. And he's average. So when he scored one, so when he scored one point, hold on, hold on. So when, so so, oh great, he scored thirty points against San Antonio, who just who just traded J- Jacob Poto. But when he scored one point against DeAndre Ayton, he went zero for two in thirty minutes and had six rebounds. Are we? Uh, what, what happened then? But let me ask you a question. How do we add to the talent? Oh, of the narrative how do you add to the roster now? Nah, you you see how quick that shit moved? Yo, when, I want, can, when, I, when I want the seventh what? seed and we got to win and we got to go to the playoffs and everything's good, we, we can Narrative man can't answer Who, the question. Nobody, we had, the how, crazy how do we add talent to this team now? Like legitimate talent. Top, top I mean, talent. Breeze, you see what narrative man just did? Narrative man. Yes. Yes. Just yes. did not answer my question and then moved over to a different question to a different narrative because they can't stick to one narrative. So this is why narrative men are so powerful because they know how to easily move from narrative to narrative in a speed of light. And they can't answer one question because what happened against the Phoenix Suns when he scored one point in 30 minutes? I ain't gonna, I'm not going to speak on a rookie score of one point in 30 minutes. Uh, why are you speaking good. on a rookie score in 30 he, he points? He played good last night. He set why are you speaking on a rookie score in 30 points then? Why are we speaking on a rookie score in 30 points then? He's a he's an immense talent that they got at 13. But I'm asking you now. He scored one point against DeAndre Ayton. What happened in 30 minutes? How, how do we get top-level oh, talent on this roster? Those narrative men are on fire. <laughs> Those narrative men are on fire. Oh Lord, why I know. Y'all jump, why y'all jumping the poor man like that? How much? No, no, it's two of y'all. It's two of y'all. Y'all just don't got that chemistry. Y'all don't got the chemistry. I'm asking, I'm asking a question. How do we get the top end talent now? How do we get to this next level? What we talking about? How we get to the next level? Y'all know that, right? Mitch. We're not talking about Mitchell Robinson. We're talking about Jalen Duran, who you guys have. Who we're talking about Jalen Duran, who you guys are phoning over. I can't believe y'all allowing Papa Left to lead the narrative for you. You guys should be ashamed of yourself. Papa, Papa Left is Papa leading left. this narrative. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Well, you, you should still be ashamed. ain't answering the question, brother Julito. You still ain't answering the question. How you do we get brother. to the next level? How, how, what do you mean, how do we get to the next level? No, Bree, yeah, just, Julito, I you want Julito just... to tell me, give me the blueprint <laughs> to get a top-end talent. Hold on. <laughs> you continue to you continue to allow your young players that are currently playing and currently 
changing your own narratives. You can you you continue to allow them to get games under them, meaningful games. So you get in playoffs and make noise, meaningful games, right? You continue to allow them to do that. You also still have those 11 to 12 picks, however many picks you have. We have all our first rounders except this year moving forward. And this year we do have our first rounder. It's just lottery protected. So if we get 1 to 14, we get it's our pick. If not, they get the pick. And if it doesn't move over, they get four second round picks. If it doesn't transpire this year. We still have the Dallas Maverick pick. So we have picks in this year's draft. And we also have all of our picks moving forward and we have other picks. We have all our second with. rounders, all our first rounders. To do what the way that you the way that you get top in talent is you either draft it or you trade for it. We clearly have moved on from the drafted era and we're in the trade for it era. I think we are in a great position still to get top in talent. And I think we are in a position to still build the players we have on this team right now into top end talent. But guess what? You narrative men got to let go of one fucking game or two games and understand that we are currently in the uh, we are on an upward process way more than we had been any other year. Right now, you go you go from a, oh a playoff team, you go from a playoff team, uh, a play in team. To a playoff team. We got to the first round. Wasn't healthy. Wasn't coached right. Didn't hit the big shots. Cool. Got knocked out the first round. Cool. Cool. Didn't make the playoffs last year. How many years we got to do that with Tip? How many years? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not even talking about Tom Thibodeau. You know I'm not sticking to Tom Thibodeau. You just asked me a question. How do we get the top end? What I'm saying is next year, this year, I think we have what it takes to get out the first round. That is my opinion. I, I'm I'm open to seeing what happens. I think we do. I think if we get Miami or if we get if, even if we get Brooklyn or who, one of those teams, Atlanta, one of those teams in the first round, we beat them. We get to the second round in the playoffs, it's up from there. I think this team needs confidence and this team needs to see that they can do it on a big stage. And I think they will. I do not think this Jalen Brunson shit is a fluke. I'm open to seeing what happens with Julius Randle. But if this team gets out of the first round, that will put a, a, a message to the league that we got quality guys. And because we have quality guys, then we can make some noise in the trade market. But the end of the, at the end but of the you, day, I think the only thing stopping I think the only thing stopping us from getting top in talent is the fact that we don't have the relationships with the front office. I don't think people want to see the Knicks do good. I think they want to create, continue to have the the narrative that we are a bad team or we're a bad-ran organization. I do not think we're a bad-ran organization. I think we've had mishaps and we have, we've had fuck-ups. Fuck if you look at Masai, you, uh, Masai from Toronto, he had an awful trade deadline. Awful. He did nothing. If you look at the Chicago Bulls, awful. They did nothing. That's two teams that are in the playoff hunt that I think will falter because they didn't make a move. Julito, to your so point, he, so they problem. actually traded. They my traded problem. a first round pick to get a center when they still, <laughs> they still have to get rid of most of the shit that they got. But nobody talk about that shit. Here's the problem with all this, right? So you're you're gonna embolden Tom Thibodeau and, and strengthen his resume to move forward with this regime. Leon Rose has said out early, "I'm not firing my man. If you fire him, you got to fire both of us." So now, the more successful we are, when did he say that? You're making that up. When did he say that? Yo, look at all the interviews. Tom when Thibodeau is bulletproof. In the three interviews Leon Rose has done, he has said Tom Thibodeau has full autonomy to do whatever he wants with this roster and his team. He's the man. Leon Rose is not fine, Tom Thibodeau. 
So the more we involved in it, the more the more we at, at some it, point, if we continue to lose, it won't be Leon Rose's around. decision to fire Tom Thibodeau because Leon Rose will be gone. But guess what? The players will remain. The picks will remain. Just because Leon and Tibbs get fired doesn't mean we lose the picks or the players. They're here. They might trade. Hold they on, might, they might let them fly before back. they file. Oh, hold on, Jay. I got to push back a little bit, my guy. We have to realize that Knicks are building around Tom Thibodeau. So when you assuming players and picks to be here, now nah, that Tom Thibodeau finds his next six foot four power forward he want to plug in or his, his new Grimes clone he want to go get, we are building around Thomas Thibodeau. So all of that logic that we have as knowledgeable basketball fans, whether y'all want to say y'all toxic or y'all not, you know what I mean? Y'all got to throw it out the window. They building around a coach. And that motherfucker is prone to, to want any type of player he wants. You know what I mean? Because the last superstar, I really thought that, you know, people were telling me because of CAA connections, that is a possibility was Booker. Booker ain't going nowhere with KD right there. So I don't know who else they going to get. They ain't getting no clutch client in here. Why, <laughs> why is it? nobody on this ACAA or Kentucky or Villanova? We know this now. We can't who even else pretend is, that who else, a joke what, or now. Who else is there? Who, you, we're acting like there That's are That's what I'm saying. So we, we're not going nowhere. This is but, a but you're acting nobody. like we lost out on a guy. There is no guy. We're not trading for Giannis. Exactly. We're not getting Steph it's Curry. Right, it's, it's a mid era. There is so. Why are you putting that blame on the New York Knicks as opposed to realizing it's slim to the chances that Brooklyn was trading with the New York is pretty much non-existent. They weren't ever trading with New York. They weren't trading yeah. Kevin Durant down the block in the same conference in the same division. They're not doing that. So why are we arguing it as if we lost out on something that never even occurred? No, I'm talking we about, no to go talking about KD. KD. Scott, we can't go for them not investing in the draft either because now they got to do it the draft way. Since you can't trade for nobody, now you got to do it the draft way. Jay from Florida, like, this is what y'all, I need y'all to understand. Y'all be so forward thinking, but you don't look forward nowhere else but Futurist. not the Knicks, right? So cool. Let's 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 do y'all shit. There's seven people that'll be on the rotation already. That'll or that's in the rotation already. You pay quick. Figure out what the fuck you're doing with Obi Toppin. If you have ten picks and you're only figuring out the rotation spots of three, right? It's you have a lot of chances to figure out the rest of the rotation. And then you, it doesn't matter what the Knicks do. It matters how you move with the NBA. If the if there's no longer a threat of the Brooklyn Nets. You are now in a three-team race for the Eastern Conference as far as the top. Boston, Philly, and Milwaukee. Chris Middleton has a decision to make next season. He leaves you down to two. Philadelphia is habitual bag fumblers. Why are you doing all this aggressive extra shit before you even figured out what the team could do? There's no point of making drastic moves for this season until you've seen what the top or the bottom is for this team. So after this season, you have a draft coming up. You have free agency to come up to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Why would you do it what money now? and what pick, Breeze? What money and what pick? What do you mean? What, 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 hold, what on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on real quick, y'all. Hold on, hold on. Do y'all hear that? Do you Wait, do you guys hear that? If you want to get a real narrative, give me a hell yeah. If you want to see me kick these two jabronis out the ring, give me a hell yeah. Give me a beer. Give me a beer. I am bald. What do you have? 
I am bald. You are bald. I am bald. You There's nothing bald. else in common with me and Steven, Steve Austin, though. And you have a bare belly. And he drinks beer. Nah, I don't want to disregard, disregard my fucking fat for an act. He actually put the work ethic in, but, you know. Right. You got to work gotta out. Say, Papa, left. All right, who wants to go? One-on-one. Yeah. On one. Who wants to go? You want to start with Duran? You want to go with what, what, Futurist? What do, you, what do you guys want? I'm, 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 I just want to say this? I'm extremely disappointed in South and Jay from Florida. I'm about to trade them for yeah, yeah we whipped their ass for jack yeah that was we really pathetic bro i'm really upset i'm actually i, I don't want to be like mince words about this holding everyone accountable you guys suck today that was fucking awful yeah we whipped their ass we whipped their ass you did um, I, i'm inconsistent papa left i'm sorry inconsistent you are the cam ready for the narrative man i will say that you are the, you are the cam ready you're the reason why you're the reason why south and jay from florida you're the reason why people can conflate uh frank nilakino and Kevin Knox to Cam Reddish and Quentin Grimes. You got that that in in itself right there. You're the reason why I can't cook, kick, push, grind legally and illegally on my narratives. So y'all are fucking awful for that. All right. What do you, what what's what's your take on this Jalen Duran thing? Because you seem like you've led the pack in this. What what what, what is it about Jalen Duran that moves you so much and that you compare the Knicks on losing out to him because he scored? Wait, even better. Do you have an answer to what happened when he scored one point against the Phoenix Suns? Scored, it's an objective fact. He scored one point against the Phoenix Suns. Okay. What, what, so, so, so why are you so excited when he scores 30 points against a no-center list, a, a centralist San Antonio Let me ask first? you this. If Mitchell Robinson was the youngest player in NBA history to score 30 points and 17 rebounds and shared accolades with Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard, would you be uh, copping pleas for that? I would say that I would need to see him do it. No, 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 no. Yes or no? Yes or no? Would you be copying? That's not a yes or no question. I would say that it quite literally is. There's no context. You can't throw the yes or no to me, and then and then you don't take a yes or no. I didn't. What'd you ask me? You know, I. If Mitchell Robinson had a game, if Mitchell Robinson had a game in his rookie season where he scored 30 points and 17 rebounds and set the NBA record for the youngest NBA player to do so and shared accolades with Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard, would you be copping pleas about a game log of 1.2 rebounds with DeAndre Ayton? That's still not a yes or no question because if he did that on a. and he's on a team that is on the bottom of the barrel and can barely scratch out a win anywhere, home, away. I don't give a fuck about a 30 and 17 point game. If if it it doesn't bring a win, if it doesn't bring a a win, people just think the wins are to get a high draft pick. I don't give a fuck if I get a high draft pick and we still can't win games. My thing is, I want my team to win basketball games. I've seen Mitchell Robinson have almost 20 20 games. You just did. You just did what you accused um, Jay from Florida of doing. You pivoted to a tanking philosophy. And I asked you the question, if Mitchell Robinson had 30 points and 17 rebounds, would you not flex on that performance? You said copper plea. Copper plea and flex is not Yeah, copper plea is different. Yeah, of course I'd flex. 30 <laughs> I, 17 I, is not so a... So what are you... Why, yeah. are you bringing up, why are you then bringing up one points and two rebounds? Because I can get into the flex all day because I've been... Hold on, hold on. Because the flex you're making, the flex you're trying to have in this performance is that we missed out on it. And we missed we out. Are 1, we are 1,000%... We are 1,000% 
missing out on a four-year, $19 million contract of something that can improve this team going forward, which stupid Jay from Florida couldn't fucking articulate because he's a fucking asshole. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. Shut up. Anybody, hold on, hold on. Anybody can score a basket or get a rebound. The, what Mitchell Robinson does for this team is anchor the defense. Jalen Durant is not anchoring like the this. defense for that team. Like he's tall and he's going to get a rebound. He's he's going to have a good game against a centralist led team like the San Antonio you know Spurs. Hold on. Hold on. You know what the Knicks record hold is on. without Mitchell Robinson? Void of narratives? We're in the seventh seed. What happened? Do you know what the Knicks record is? Void of Mitchell Robinson? Void of narratives? Do you know what it is? What's that? Tell me. We're 11 and 10. What the fuck point are you making? Are yeah, you fucking, we also went on you... a nine-game winning streak without Mitchell Robinson. That led to this whole anchoring, like, citing Tibbs philosophy. Because We because... don't need him as much as your narrative suggests. What, what, 11 and 10 is not 20 and 3. It's, 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 it's cute. 11 and 10. Yeah, we need every play on this team. But what I'm saying is, hold on, Terrence Ross, Terrence Ross to Dallas. Hmm. God damn it! Yeah, that pick look is so good. It's coming. It's coming. I, I want to talk. I also want to talk about throwing away God first round pick just because we don't use them. It has no value. I want to speak on that doozy. God damn it! Oh shit! They got some scoring on that bench now. God. Narrative, I, man. I knew I should have. I knew I should have ended the show at one o'clock. It's all right, Lito. Lights are still on. I knew I should have ended the show at one o'clock. Homie, homie didn't want to talk about R.J. Barrett today because he only had 19 points and clanked the shot one one eleven one oh eight, and 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 couldn't cut the lead to one. And Josh Hart is here to steal his minutes. I I know we still got an extra an hour hour in us in KCDA today. All right, all right. What I will say is. Mitchell Robinson anchors a defense. Jalen Duran does not do that for the Detroit. It's, it's not a, that's a, that, is a, that is a narrative. That is a narrative. I, it's no, okay. it's not. He doesn't anchor the it's defense for them. Off, I've watched that's the game. Based off belief, that's a story. No, that's it's not. I've watched the Pistons games. I, we played yeah, against okay, the Pistons. And who does, who does Jalen Duran play with? Some some okay players. And who does Mitchell Robinson Jaden play Ivey, with? somebody you cried about wanting. What happened? Yes, oh, it's called, hold on, it's called hold being a developing on. team. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Right, hold on, hold on. I got breathe. Let me get breathe. Let me get breathe here. He feel like it. No, don't talk. Don't call on my partner. I'm a little dumb. I'm about to bring my tag team partner in. Hold on. I'm about to bring my tag team partner in. Don't you call on him for me. You're on the ropes right now. You're on the ropes. I'm, I'm about to put you in the figure four. Hold on. I'm about to put you in the figure four. Can I get a second? You would be calling people. I got to put you in the figure four real quick. I got to put you in the figure for real quick. Two seconds. All right. So narrative men, let's, let's take a step back. Let's go on down to the dark side real quick. Look, come on with me. Follow me, narrative men. I can, I'm pretty sure that many of you narrative men cried and cried. Ooh, you, ooh the narratives you guys spewed on this timeline was out of line when the fucking New York Knicks did not trade assets for Jaden Ivey. Yeah. What the fuck is going on with Jaden Ivey now, narrative men? Did you switch your... Oh, that's why. You were so close to the Pistons situation because you lived in that narrative so long. You switched on over to Jalen Durant. The bar is in God hell. Save $80 million and get a, and get a young buddy. God forbid. The bar is in what young budding star? What the fuck is Jaden Ivey doing out there? 30, the Knicks had 37 months. I haven't seen a Jaden Ivey highlight in seven months. 
What the fuck is he doing? If you don't watch basketball, bro. Then you well, don't follow I'm talking about ESPN. I'm talking about YouTube. I'm tra- where the fuck? I haven't seen Jaden Ivey do if one you thing want since his standard, first week of basketball. If you want national media standard, don't freak out on Stephen A. Smith and have a 30-minute monologue about Stephen A. Smith then. We are a team no, with well, low... I'm not talking about Steve. Oh, no, no. I'm not talking about... I actually support this shit. I support hold this on. I'm not talking about Stephen A. Smith. I'm not talking about any commentators of basketball. I'm talking solely highlights. That is real. That is factual stuff. You hold Video that Jaden Ivey doesn't give me receipts. Doesn't, you hold that Jaden you know Ivey doesn't show me highlights receipts versus Jalen Brunson and see how far it gets you. All right. I got you real quick. I don't need to do that. Let's talk about a guy that's averaging 15 points and four rebounds. Who? Who? Jaden fucking Ivey. What the okay. fuck is 15 well, points and four rebounds? And he got that one green light. He got the green. You're he got the Jaden Ivey right now has one of the biggest green lights in the fucking basketball culture. He has 15 and four. Old. Again, you're shitting on people that are 20 years old, bro. Yeah, you got to give that time, Julito. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now I got to give it time. Jalen Durant. Jalen Durant. By the way, Mitchell Robinson. Are y'all giving Arthur Barrett time? No, don't give it Fucking sucks. Are we talking about time? Don't mute your mic, South. You suck. You suck. You didn't put any pressure on time. Wait, are we talking about passing the rock? Are we talking about giving time? He's trying to go Jalen Brunson twenty-five points and a half. Hold on, hold on. Are we talking about time? You saying give guys time? We're talking yeah. about Emmanuel quickly, who was a fucking late, late first rounder, mid first rounder, who wasn't even supposed to be a part of anybody's rotation, and you want to talk about giving someone time? He didn't who, did he, who did he get what? benched for? Name the four people he got benched for right what now. What the fuck is that? That's not my point. My point is you're talking well, about... Well, it's my point. You're lucky, you're lucky somebody called me. Derek you're talking Rose. about giving time? Hold on. That's not the conversation we're having. You're trying to inflate the conversation now. What I'm saying is you just said, oh, you got to give him time. You got to give him time. Well, guess what? A man you quickly had barely been a part of this Knicks rotation until this season. And he is fucking looking, he's that's looking a, way better than what Jaden Ivey is doing. That, that is not, it's a narrative. That is a narrative. That is a narrative. It's facts. You, you want to be with a the narrative. narrative is not facts. Like. I'm speaking solely facts. 15, your man is averaging 15 and 4 and y'all all cried you on his time. Barely, you want to know what his minutes per game He has are? the biggest green light in the NBA. He has the biggest green light in the NBA. Who? Jaden Ivey. Who? He's on a Jayden team Ivey? with no other fucking guards and he's the only one that could do something on the offense. That's not true. He's on a team with Killian Hayes. And Alex Kirk. Killian, now you out of here. Now Killian out Hayes here. is averaging. Look at his numbers. All right, now you out of here. Good night. I heard Killian Hayes. I knew I went on too long. I knew I went on too long. I fucking knew it. I knew somebody yeah, was going to Hayes is back. He bro. said Killian Hayes. Hayes is back. He bro. said he's on the team. He's, he said he on the team. He said he said he on the team with Killian Hayes. All right. I oh, knew I knew it was well, over. Bro. I know it was numbers, over. Bro. I know it was over. We've gone on too long. Bro, look at the no, numbers. I'm not, well, talking, bro. I'm not looking at the numbers of literally a player that was the worst NBA player for three years. And now he played 20 good games. Are you talking about Jaden Ivey, a, a fucking top draft pick, a lottery pick? It has to worry about Killian Hayes, who even when he at the point of him getting drafted in the first two months of his career has been the worst player in the NBA. You you mean to tell me that Jaden Ivey can't get his shit off? He can't average more than fifteen and four because he's playing with the worst fucking p- player in the NBA for the last three years. If he can't get off, if he can't get off playing with the worst player in three years, then what the fuck is he? I, don't talk to me about being young. Y'all, y'all, y'all fucking go in on Jericho Sims. 
Y'all going in on Jericho Sims? Come on, man. We, this show is going on. Who going on Jericho Sims? I, I, oh, Jericho I've seen some narrative men going on Jericho. Oh, I've seen some that. Oh, no. You know what? I'm sorry. Y'all did, I, hold on. My bad. I, no, y'all did. No, narrative no, men I mean, didn't I go in know, on Jericho Sims because you know why? You only go. Y'all don't go in on the players that average three points and four rebounds and shit. Y'all love those players. Oh, ooh, eight and eight. Oh, give me that eight and eight. Oh, but if the player is fucking amazing. Oh, get. 20 points? What? Give me, you should be giving me 30. I'm a narrative oh, man. So Mitch is giving you 8 and 8. So what are you talking Who's about? Who's giving me 8 and 8? Who? Who? But this is the thing y'all never... Mitchell Robinson has game in like fucking 10, 15, 20 games. He's not healthy. This is, this is the thing y'all never bring up with the Mitch and, and Jalen Durant uh, argument. You what? A second round picks pay scale to pay or you want a lottery picks pay scale to pay you got free work from mitch for wild years <laughs> he's been your start instead of for wild years right so his projection on beating right. his Durant is playing circles around mitch in the rookie year right no now. no we're talking about we're talking about strictly money because all y'all talk about is why would he's you like to circles pay around him how is he? You compare Mitch Durant in terms of Jalen Durant is playing circles around Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell bro, Robinson didn't have didn't have Robinson eight. an eighteen year Jalen Durant. He's playing circles around Mitch, bro. Circles. Mitchell Mitchell when Mitchell Robinson blocked eight shots in his rookie season, y'all wasn't y'all wasn't saying shit when he blocked eight shots in his rookie season, bro. We gonna Breeze. see Nobody Durant when he turned twenty two, and we gonna see Ivy Day. No. Okay, see. but I'm I'm trying to think since y'all like I'll be trying to figure out where I could could hold y'all like the argument if we talking about a lottery pick and Jalen Duren beats the scale of his contract, you then have to pay a rookie scale contract from a first rounder. If Mitchell Robinson well, a second round talent, pick, then, if Mitchell talk Robinson about talent. A, talk about the offensive talent, you can't <laughs> if you can't do that. Bro, average, average twenty points a game versus one that can average eight in, in year five. Then he deserves to get paid. And that's, who would you have to pay more, Jay from Florida? Right Jay from Florida. Who would you have to then pay more, Jay from Florida? A second round pick or a lottery pick? Yeah, but the talent. If if, if there's the no player, yeah, but that's your that's the butt of y'all argument. Y'all argument no, was no, 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 no. reset rookie talent, scale contract. Jay from Florida. I've been listening to y'all for. Jay, Jay from Florida, I've been listening to y'all for months. Y'all learned what reset the rookie scale contracts meant and been running that shit all summer like it's giving. So since you want to reset rookie scale contracts, you got a second round pick that you have to pay on a lower scale than if Jalen Duran. You're talking about being able to pay a guy when he's when he's eligible for his contract, right? If Duran yes. gets to year four and he's averaging 24 and 10, He's better than Mitch and he Okay, when he averages when he averages when he averages 24 and 10, we could have that. But I'm not going, I'm not getting enough if you buck for, for eight and eight. I see it. I know what it looks like. Uh, All right, like, listen, man. We'll listen, see. fellas. The, 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 the narratives men have failed once again. Check out next episode to see if the narrative men could exist exist another fight. Um didn't work this time around. Maybe next episode. Maybe next episode. Y'all gonna move that goalpost, and I love it. But we'll continue the conversation on the timeline. I literally had mad shit to do, and I've sat here, and y'all, y'all got it out of me today. Pause. Y'all got it out of me today. Y'all did. Great job, narrative men. Yeah, you, your energy was low, bro. We had, we, you know, what I mean, your energy was low. You got we had it out of me. I'm fast. not gonna lie. You did. You did. Good job. Good job. If anything, you guys could fucking make someone talk about a narrative. I'll tell you that shit. Good job, man. Good job. Um, shout out to my Hardy brother. 
my guy. Uh, no, that's you, you know. I'm sorry, I can't say that. That's what you, you Breeze and Deed call yourselves. Um, we got to figure out a new tag team name. Um, Breeze, how we how we just did the narrative, man. Um, we got to figure out a tag team name. Shout out to yeah, we do. Steve Austin, who got kicked out of the Royal Rumble uh, for bringing up Killian Hayes, nine points and, and two assists. Um, talking about he's back. Jay from Florida, I heard you say that shit on the low, too. You're lucky that you weren't speaking, so I didn't remember to mute you or kick you off the stage. Um, Khalil, I'm sorry you had to watch this, man. I'm sorry you had to watch this, because Khalil's just standing up here just being no apparent reason. I'm sorry you had to watch this um, battle. It wasn't cute, man. I feel like you're like my little brother, and I just got to defend you. Just close your eyes, man. Don't watch this, this brutal beating that just occurred. Um... Don't do that. I got my popcorn ready, Julito. I got my popcorn. It's fine. I'm, I'm used to the narrative, man. I'm used to it. Okay. Okay. Um, Papa Love, good fight, man. You try, you try to come up here and, and defend your team, but you're just going up against the Rock and Stone Cold, man. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. You tried, though. You tried to be a rebel without a cause, but your you watch ended a little too soon, man. Um, Breeze, man, you got any final thoughts? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, the, the the two the tag team was fire. All right. Only thing is, I pay attention to all the shit y'all say. I'm not gonna lie, Jay from Florida Southside. I, I pay attention to a lot of tweets. I know the arguments because, quite frankly, it pops up on my timeline and I get annoyed. You know, a lot of the times when the narrative starts, you forget the last narrative. That's what a lot of y'all be doing. Y'all got AD narrative HD. All right. All right. You can't you can't figure out what's going on. But guess what? You come over here to KCDA certain times because I ain't gonna lie. We trying to get the fuck out of here. I don't know how y'all did this shit today, but we're going to shoot that shit out the sky every time. All right. Because most of the time, the arguments y'all got for the other side be shit. We don't even be saying that'd be the crazy part. Like nobody said we was winning the championship. Nobody said we was devoid of top tier level talent. And we, we have to argue with the shit like we said it. No. We just waiting to see where this shit go like the rest yeah, of the family. Still ain't tell me how we getting top tier talent. All he gave you five minutes on how you I gave top tier talent. Four minutes on it. <laughs> Literally. You see how narrative men narrative men go deaf when you make sense. Nah, bro. When you start, yeah, yeah, when you start yeah, talking really objectively, did, narrative men they got this little bug in their ears. It's like it's like the reverse Spider-Man bug. It takes their powers out of their ears when they start hearing. Man, we got four hundred million locked up in mid players. Y'all told me and not I'm not saying. And for all of the players y'all want, you would have to do four. 400 million yeah. for one. No, nah, Breeze. People told <laughs> his to... contract was a good contract. What happened to that? Y'all told me that that was a good contract, but we And he's about to be in the, in, in the contract. On, all of the shit you're talking about is about to expire after this season. Like, it, okay, we good. He's nowhere near the rotation. They found two replacements for him. Fuck it. I fucked up. I told I, my young dudes, Leon Rose has tried to trade all them young dudes for fucking year now. He did it in the offseason. He tried to do it in the midseason. He's going to do it in the offseason again. So we ain't got no youth movement. We got a Tibbs movement. And all hey, that we closing, Southside. We closing. Hit me on my timeline. You hear me? We closing, all right? I don't mean to cut you off, but, you, you know, you know, we trying to get the fuck out of here. Southside. I can't believe it. This was the, out of all the shows we've done this season, I was like, okay, said say he got a, he going to be in and out. Yeah. Work, a party, event. You said you at work or whatever the hell you doing with the fam. I knew I had a lot of shit going on. I was like, oh, we really about to be out of here like 45. This shit two hours. This shit two fucking hours, B. How'd that happen? What the Man, fuck you, happened? Nah, I ain't gonna lie. You fucked up. When you gave them a moniker, you gave them a name. I'm like, oh, shit. These the two wrong ones. 
You know, Southside said Grimes is, is fucking Fournier with the good hair. I mean, Bullock with the Bullock, good hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, he, he got clips for that. You can't give him a name. Now you done really started some shit. They might get a logo from Suffering. I just I just want to make sure I get my piece. And, and I don't know what y'all doing. But just make sure y'all... I don't want no money. I just want to... I just make sure y'all... Anytime you say the narrative man and you call yourselves that, that you give Julito his credit. And I don't ever talk in third person. I just think it makes sense. Just come on, man. Y'all know where narrative man came from. Y'all the narrative men. And if you come up with a theme song, don't forget me. <laughs> I gave, yeah, I but, gave uh, Papa but, left the Stone Cold Steve. Oh, there you go, Suffering. He's back. Suffering's back. Okay. He put the hey, but, he put Papa Left Face on on Stone Cold. Oh, that was good. It's in the chat? It's it's in the it's in the Jumbotron right now, actually. Oh, okay. I still got uh Roy's uh shit up there, so I ain't low for me. But anyway, I forgot we had a game today. I'm over here arguing about the future of the Knicks every fucking day with y'all before they even finished eighty two games. Oh, uh, we didn't even talk about it. it. My fault. We didn't talk about Josh Hart is fucking playing today. Exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah, and I guarantee you he's gonna average more. Than, nah, let me let me, let me. Yeah, nah, just, <laughs> hey, 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 narrative man, you secret narrative man, don't you, don't you do it, don't you do it, just get on a good note here. Uh, nah, I'm just playing, I, I, I didn't say it, but you know, I ain't gonna lie, this, this should be funny, but yeah, hopefully, we get a dub. Um, it's, it's another meaningless win if we get it because the Jazz ain't got nobody. Um, so just just take care of business, uh, and uh, yeah, it's on you, Julio. But this this shit went entirely too long. Entirely, entirely. I, I don't have much to say. Great show. Thank you for all involved. Shout out to the narrative men. Uh, great content. I think people were uh, people enjoyed it. People enjoyed hearing the back and forth because there are people who live in narrative man world, and there are people who are on KCDA side of things when we talk objectively. I hey, there's space for everybody. Everybody gets to eat. Okay. Narrative men, they make for good content. I got to give them that. They're entertaining. The objective gang, we over here just talking about the game. That's all we going to do. Talk about the game. But narrative men do make good energy on the timeline. I just think when the, some of the narrative men go a little too far is when shit gets weird. But look, there's room for everybody. So eat. Um, yo, appreciate you. You know the vibes. Uh, Cedric, I know he's going to either get us back on the listen or, you know, he... Man, Cedric big time right now. Cedric big working out here. So shout out to my guy Cedric. Shout out to the producers, of course. My guy Roy always making sure we sound super crisp on the goddamn podcast. Make sure y'all like and subscribe and do all that shit for us all wherever you listen to your favorite podcast platforms. That would mean a lot to us. I don't promote that enough. Um, and I, I, yeah, I just haven't had the fucking time to promote that the podcast is out on the timeline. I apologize. But if you notice, the podcast goes up either same day or the morning after the show. So I'm sure if Roy has time, he throw it up before tonight's game. If not, it'll be up by the morning or tonight. Check out the podcast, man. Check out the listens. Re-listen. Anybody a part of Replay Gang, appreciate y'all. It's always love. Uh, I think that's it for me. Um, y'all know the rules, man. Stay out the way. Stay sucker free. Do what you got to do on the timeline. Listen. Listen. Hopefully, we're not even going to say hopefully you made the pod anymore because at this point everybody makes the pod. But we appreciate you for contributing to the pod. That means a lot. So I'm going to change it up. Thank you for contributing to the pod until we meet again. Peace. Bye.
Hey, hey.